write about Trying to figure out what it's all about Existentialist Am I worth anything or just a scout? I don't know I don't know I don't know Spending time all alone Sending my songs through the phone Dreaming of a better home When we're focused on trying to hone This craft Witchcraft That was great sounds of Watts without sound on WNHHLP 103.5 FM New Haven. Myself, Preston, with my partner in crime, Long Island Raised, Elm City Made, EZ Blues is in the building. Easy Blues, you're better with introductions more than me. Who do we have with us today on the show? Some people say the most important question in the world is what came first, the chicken or the egg? Well, what I have to say, actually, one of the most important questions in the world is what truly makes a scene. Is it the people behind the scene itself? Is it the establishments that are there? Is it the long-running history? For that, I want to take a look at this amazing um, pinnacle of the scene in New Haven. And we're talking about the Ninth Square. And when you're dealing with the Ninth Square, obviously you're dealing with Cafe Nine, a place that has been called the, living, the musician's living room. A place that no matter what, as many times as I have played there, no matter there be four people or th- about a hundred and change people in, in the in the venue, people are there to listen to music. It's one of the few places that you are not just the soundtrack for people drinking. Now, a lot of people got a little nervous because last year it became under new ownership, under new management. But I can hear to tell you today that new ownership, that new management is someone who actually came up through the scene, someone who knows the people, someone who understands what New Haven is. So for that and that alone, I want you to put your hands together, not if you're driving. If you're driving, please keep your hands at 10 and 2. But mentally, you can put your hands together for the fantastic, the amazing, and now one of the new owners of Cafe 9, Patty Meyer. Welcome, brother. Welcome. Oh, thanks, man. Thank you. Thanks for having me. This is cool. Of course, of course. Now, just so that for the people who don't know you, um, mm-hmm. where, did, where exactly did you come from? Cause you definitely don't have a hundred percent of a Connecticut accent. Oh yeah. I mean, I, I grew up in like Queens and New Jersey, actually. Like I was born in Queens and then, uh, and then you know, like, I moved out to New Jersey, like in my, in my late teens and everything like that. And then, um, but, uh, and then I, I moved up here in New Haven. I moved up here in, uh, uh, 20, like 15, 2015, mm-hmm. 2016, something like that. Um, and, you know, I've been here ever since. I, I hope I don't plan on leaving, but I mean, the way the rents are going, it's, you know, it's kind of looking like <laughs> I keep saying ever since I moved up here, I was like, people look at me crazy, but I'm always like, yeah, Derby's next up. Like in, in five years, mm-hmm. Derby's going to be like East Rock. You know what I mean? Everyone yep. looks at me like, like I'm crazy. And I'm like, dude, like it's it, it happens quicker than you think. You know what I mean? And And the way I mean, after COVID, the way the rents are just like almost tripled everywhere and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Like I'm finding cheaper apartments in Brooklyn than, than up here. Mm-hmm. Really? You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it's, yeah. it's, it's super interesting because when you saw a lot of people um, during COVID rush out of the city because everyone was mm-hmm. so on top of each other, they came out to Connecticut and different things like that. So yeah. things became more sparse. Um, yeah. But that also brings us up to the, to the business aspect in which you're rocking and rolling coming out of COVID you make this incredible um, risky choice to, to invest in a club and not only mm-hmm. a club, but for what most people know next to Toad's place, cafe nine is the club. Yeah. You know, in new Haven, 
what made you take that chance and what made you really bet on yourself? Well, I mean, it, honestly, it was a little bit of like desperation. Like I, I've been, I've, I've been bartending ever since I moved up here. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I started at Anna Liffey's and like, I had never bartended a day in my life until I moved up here. I was always just like a musician. I used to busk in the subway. I used to gig. I used to do like studio sessions, licensing work, you know, all, all that. So I never really had like a straight job until I moved up here. Um, and, uh, I saw this ad on Craigslist where it was like, do you like beer and live music? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I sure do. And I, so I shoot the guy an email and if anybody remembers Anna Liffey's, I mean, I know it's been, mm-hmm. I think it shut down like 2017 or something like that. Yeah. But I mean, that was a real, that was a real New Haven institution. Uh, you know, I mean, it, it was like before my time, I kind of got in there when the wheels were kind of falling off. Um, but you know, I, I show up and, and I'm talking to Pat Mansfield he's totally out of his mind. So I'm like, okay, cool. Like a kindred spirit, you know? And, uh, and he's just, he just like, he was talking to me for like two hours about like everything but bartending, which for me was good. Cause I didn't, like I guess I had never bartended a day in my life. And uh, finally, after like two and a half hours of just like excruciating conversation and like his socio-political commentary, he just kind of like looks at me, he goes, well, you know, you look like a bartender. You can start on Thursday. And I was like, all right, I'm in, I'm in. <laughs> and, uh, you know, so like, I guess like, you know, like the rest is history. I, I worked at like a lot of different bars around New Haven. Yeah. And, um, you know, and, and, and I ended up at the Owl Shop, which everybody mm-hmm. thinks is like a good gig, but it's like, that was the worst bartending job I ever had. It was like, like, did, did, it was like the, the least amount of money. You're breathing mm-hmm. in all this smoke. Um, you know what I mean? It's just, it's a horrible place to work. It's very like, you know, oh, they, 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 they don't treat women like well there or they're not mm-hmm. they're not, you know, like I would, I would hear a lot of just like transphobic comments. It's just like stuff that like I'm not really like about, you, you, know, right, you know what right. I'm saying? And, and you know, it, it definitely is like a good old boys club over there. So I was just like miserable working there. And um, and my brother came up to uh, to visit one time and mm-hmm. he lives down in North Carolina. And he's like he's like, dude, you work here like every day i'm like yeah just about you know he's like dude you're like being on smoke he's like you're gonna die like i gotta you know so <laughs> we had already been me, me and jesse were working at the owl shop together the other owner and um we we kind of we had all these hatch brain plans of like yo we should open up our own bar because honestly when you're when you're like a semi-competent bartender like you kind of end up running someone's place for them anyway it, it, it's like mm. first like three weeks they, they find out that like you show up sort of on time and semi-sober they're like oh you got management material written all over you so they end up kind of giving you keys and you're like before you know it you're like doing the doing the reports you're counting the money you're like yeah scheduling people's shifts and you're like but for like you know minimum wage plus tips so you're like well you know why not i just like open my doing own myself. bar yeah. yeah i'm like doing everything else you know what i mean you know and um it was actually we were we were talking to mark shalaba who's uh like he's, he's done a, he's a he's an old school new haven guy He's mm-hmm. played in a ton of bands and like he's a he's a really, really accomplished chef. Um oh, and cool. uh he, he just kind of was like he was gonna be our chef. And then um in the early stages, he was just like, Oh man, you guys are looking for a place. He's like, you know, Paul is selling Cafe Nine, right? And I'm like, No, I had no idea. And and you know, I, I had played at Cafe Nine before I even moved up here. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. When I was still living in New York and 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 so I was like, oh, my God. I'm like, I, I love that place. Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. He sell it? He's like, yeah, he's been trying to sell it for years, you know? Yeah. So, like, we went down. We went down. To, we, 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 I texted or called Paul. And he's like, yeah, come down, you know, this day and this time and we'll talk. And, like, the first thing he says to me when I walk in, he's like, 
dude, you were the guitar player in that Jeremy and the Harlequins band. And I'm thinking to myself, like, how does that guy, I mean, this is like five years later. Yeah. I'm like 40 pounds heavier. Like, I, I don't <laughs> look the same, like, at all. And, like, Paul remembered me. And I'm just like, dude, this guy is like, mm-hmm. this, this guy is it. Like, you know, and um, so, um, you know, we, we you know, we, we get to talking and, and, and everything like that. Yeah. And we're um and like apparently like I said he'd been trying to sell the place for years and mm-hmm. um I, I guess he didn't feel right or, or you know selling it to to, to to certain people I heard somebody was mm-hmm. gonna turn it into an Italian restaurant which really kind of like, doesn't really make sense in this nah, space whatever it's way off <laughs> yeah right and um and so I mean it, it it happened like quicker than 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 I really expected like you you know what I'm saying yeah. like it, uh-huh. it was maybe like a like a two month thing and. You know, the state of Connecticut doesn't really make it easy to for like small business owners to I mean, there's so much bureaucratic just like stuff you got to like cut through, like to, to, mm. to do anything. Um, and um, but I mean, like we, we we got our liquor permit. Like we took the place over April 1st. We got yeah. our liquor permit like 1130 in the morning on March 31st. Like me and my we were all mm. just like biting our nails like. Like, what are we going to yeah. do? Are we going to, like, sell ginger ales and stuff? Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know? It's like, I'm, like, I'm terrible. strongest like, ginger like, ale on the block. Yeah, right? I'm like, this is, like, the new owners and stuff. And it's like, oh, I can't actually sell you a beer. Like, I'm like, we're going to be dead in the water. Like, this is going to be terrible. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, um, you know, and, and, and honestly, like, me and Jesse worked at the owl shop up until, like, March 31st. Like, we worked, like, mm-hmm. you know, like, it wasn't like, you know, we, like, we took a vacation or anything like that and, you, or, or, like it was like literally like we like we we were work we were working at the outside basically the morning of April first you know and then wow. like we woke up and then like started Cafe Nine and everything like it, so it was it was a real kind of like uh you know I don't know I hate to say like a whirlwind because that kind of sounds cliche but yeah I mean surreal it was just, like, is that the right word yeah no like you know really, like, yeah. I, like April first I woke up and I'm like oh god I like I I want a bar now this is crazy you know so yeah how funny for that to be April Fool's Day that actually everything goes into yeah. effect you're like by the way on April Fool's Day my entire life changes hopefully yeah. for the better I don't know maybe I, it's a bad uh, sign that it's April first no man and, and and you know it it did, honestly it it sucked because there was mm-hmm. like a huge amount of not a huge amount there was like but a decent amount of backlash. Because mm-hmm. a place like Cafe Nine is like is is really important, and um you know it's not like it's you know it's not it's not like uh, oh I'm taking over this sandwich shop or or right. you know or this like shoe store or something like that you know like there's there's a, there's a huge like you know cultural like component to this place yeah a lot and of, a big and, following yeah and mm-hmm. and and huge and like I, I I know what it's like man like like all the places I used to go to when I was like mm-hmm. younger like they're gone now. Like yeah. Death by Audio is like uh uh I think it's like Vice bought it and turned it into like a storage room and like mm-hmm. you know like CBGB's is like a, a place that sells like expensive CBGB's t-shirts now so it's like I like I wanted to tell like the greater city of New Haven like yo I get it I like I know it's scary but I was like you know we're not gonna screw it up like you know mm-hmm. we're not you know and 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 we did we did these two newspaper articles and it it, it was in retrospect like we shouldn't have done it because it was like they didn't. They didn't get the point across. The one, the New Haven Register, they they lumped us, they lumped our article in with um the state house closing. Yeah, uh, I remember that. Into, uh, and I'm like, what are you doing? Like, we're not, you know. So basically, the whole timbre of the article was like, you know, gentrification is ruining, you know, the music scene in New Haven. Yeah. And I'm like, why did you like? We're two, like two different bro- locations. Well, it's also yeah. too like it's not. We're not. Mm. We're not 
turning caffeine on into luxury condos. We're like two, you know, bartenders from New Haven that can barely pay our rent. You know, like probably taking on an even worse idea. Like, oh, let's take over a music club. You know what I mean? And I'm like, I, I'm like, why did you lump us in with that article? So mm-hmm. it was, you know, um, and and you know, like we we, we had to fire. We, we fired all the bartenders, which wasn't wasn't a popular choice either. And like, right. I get that, but I mean, it, it's not like you know, we got kids and stuff like that. And it, mm-hmm. it's not the kind of place where like you as the owner can just like sit down in the basement, like watching the cameras count money. It's it's like right. it, 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 the place, you know, be, because we do. We like the, the door money goes to the bands. It's like we don't make money like mm-hmm. off the and. But the, again, that's important though because that's why we can book like cool stuff is because right. mm-hmm. and 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 it feels good to take care of like the local bands it's like i have like three local bands on a friday night they bring 120 of their friends like i'm handing them like a big stack of money like hey good right. job guys and they're like i've never made this much money at a gig before and it's like <laughs> that feels really good man because i've played a million gigs i've been on a million tours where you don't get anything they're just like mm-hmm. yo thanks for playing like see you later and it, it right. like as it, it, it really makes it unsustainable as a musician you know what I'm saying? Between like them taking cuts of your merch and yeah. and and, oh, yeah. and you know Spotify and like 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 I used to do like licensing stuff. You know, like I used to do studio work for like songs that were ending up in like TVs and movies and stuff. And all of a sudden, these like licensing companies started sniffing around. They're taking like forty to fifty percent of your publishing. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So it's basically like the only the only way to make money as a musician anymore, besides like busking in the street and and you know selling merch. It's like what are you, you going to do? Fiverr or you know yeah. like freelance gigs? You're going to teach? music mm-hmm. which that's not really sustainable people cancel lessons and blah 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 but um i'm kind of getting off track here but i mean yeah it was <laughs> it you know it, it, it was it, honestly like t- taking it over kind of sucked because like a lot of people were like yo i hate these new owners right you know what i mean and 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 right. I, it wasn't like i could like make this big psa like hey i grew up like as a punk going to punk shows like going to vfw halls and right you know trust me, i know what it's like when your favorite club gets turned into a, mm-hmm. a lululemon store or whatever because like <laughs> you, know, you can't you can't like say that so it all sounds like inauthentic so i was just like and and luckily man like like we just kind of like weathered the storm mm-hmm. and we just kind of kept like showing up and like and and honestly man like we're not we're i i can't take credit for for i, I can't take credit for any of this stuff because um it's it's all paul's like vision we're just we're just you know he just kind of handed us the keys like i'm not like yeah we we stay open till last call again but i mean they used to do that before covid too so like that's not a new thing um i'm booking like a lot of the same bands i'm dealing with the same i mean it's 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 really like we're just kind of continuing um the tradition that like paul started here you you know what i'm saying so i can't take anything yeah like i can't take credit for stuff and like I, i i there was nothing that there was nothing that Paul was doing that I felt was wrong or bad or needed changing. Right. You know what I mean? No. Like I was, I was yeah. kind of like, Oh, they yeah. don't serve food here. Like, we should start serving food. Like that's really about it. <laughs> yeah. <You know? laughs> well, well and, and that's honestly one of the main reasons why we wanted to have you on the show is so that you could tell that story. People could know yeah. that you are someone that came up through the community. That is something that's very big. And, and one of the things I, I remember reading those articles, I was like, Oh, this is, this is a bad look. I like, yeah. I, like I, I'm, I'm a little weary. You know, yeah. but then you had people like um, Mo Nichols, you know, who were mm-hmm. co-signing for you and Chesky, who was co-signing for you. Yeah. You know, and if either one of those two co-signed for anybody, I'm like, OK, cool. Let's follow them into Valhalla because this is going <laughs> to be, you know, it's going to be a dope ride. Um, yeah. You know, but 
uh, you know, it's one of the main reasons why we want to hear you got 2024 coming up. This is going to be your first mm-hmm. year of owning that spot for the entire year. Yeah. And I just wanted to talk about, you know, the future, what you do have planned in there. Not only mm-hmm. the stuff that, that Paul has laid down because that incredible foundation, but how you guys are spinning that foundation into what it's going to be in that next level. And we're sure. not talking, like you said, there, there's not going to be a Lululemon's shop next to you, you know. Not yet, I don't know. <laughs> not yet. It depends, you know. We'll, we'll rent out the first corner, you know. Yeah, the, yeah. I'm, the, like, I'm a vending booth, you know what I mean? <laughs> hey, man, Absolutely. Ben, ben, On WMHHLP 103.5 FM New Haven, myself, Preston, and my partner in crime, Long Island Rays, Elm City made EZ Blues is in the building. Patty Meyer, continue your great story with us, man. Oh, I don't know about great, but you know, <laughs> it's building blocks, though. We were yeah, yeah. we learning a lot of building blocks about you. Yeah, and it's 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 kind of crazy how you said analithies because that's like the school of hard knocks when it comes to uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. bartending. It was a really tough crowd, so you definitely have a thick skin. <laughs> yeah, and then, I mean, you know, I didn't, you know, I I didn't really like, you know, I I, I didn't I didn't. I mean, I've been dealing, you know, especially if you're going to be a musician, dude, it's like, I mean, you just, every day you're dealing with like just constant rejection and you you know what I mean? Like you have to have, you have to have a thick skin to do anything creative in America, man, because Mm -hmm. this this entire country is really, is, is geared against you doing like either like, you know, like being a small business owner, doing anything that's sort of like fringe or, you know what I'm saying? Because people don't, you know, they, they don't support it either till like you're dead or, you know, or or, 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 or or it pops off, man. So it's like you really just mm-hmm. kind of have to keep your head down and, you know, which, which again, is, is is why a place like this is so important is, is because it does provide a space for, you know, if, if you're, you know, you're like, we give all the local bands a chance. Like, I'm not gatekeeping anything. I'm not, like, I'm not, I don't look at, like, people's Instagram. Like, the only, the only litmus test for, like, getting a show at Cafe 9 is, like, you're not a cover band. Mm-hmm. Which is important because I feel like that's right. there's enough there's enough places in Connecticut for cover bands to play at, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So it's like you do your own original music, and I and like I think it's I think it's like I don't how do I put this like not like I think it's good because like I mean who am I like I'm just some jerk that owns a club, but like <laughs> I, I'm you know, like that that it has some sort of like creative value to it, like right. you know you know what I'm saying? Because right. I I don't just I don't just book stuff that I like. Because if I only book stuff that I like, like this would, I'd only book punk, hardcore, and like outlaw country, and like that's not really like a sustainable model. You know no. what I mean? Yeah. So it's it's like I book stuff that like I'm not necessarily into. Like I don't mm-hmm. love singer songwriter stuff. I don't love bluegrass. I'm not like, I mean, I came up playing jazz music, but like I don't really love jazz like that anymore. Like you know what I'm saying? But like, there's huge intrinsic value to like. All that stuff, man. I'm not just gonna be like, "Yo, you're a singer songwriter. Like, get out of here." Like, I'll listen to your stuff and be like, "Oh, okay, yeah, this guy's or girl or whoever is like, you know, this this person is really like onto something." Like, y- right. you know what I mean? And that's the only litmus test. There's no, there's no, oh, you need a certain amount of followers or you need to be on a label or yeah. or someone has to recommend you. Like, nah. It's like I send me your stuff and like I listen to it and if it's like if if it's dope, then you got a bill. That's it. Yeah. Simple as that. And and for all those, he's not just talking because that's exactly you know we're actually playing there on Wednesday, um, mm-hmm. and it, it it literally from that point someone gave me your number, I shot you a text message, and I'm not someone you know I didn't hear something within two or three days, I called you, 
because yeah. you know I'm efficient. <laughs> you, know? Yeah. you know, but that's just that's just who I am and the way it goes through. And you're like, okay, cool. Just uh, you know, how can I listen to you? Let's go about it. And then within a couple of days, we're booked and we started promo for the show. Um, yeah. you know, and and all of that is so super important. Like we talk about it all the time and I'm so glad we have like an actual venue um, owner on, on the, uh, on here today to talk about this, F make sure as you're a band follow up, don't just send an email and hope, you know, send another email and follow up. If you've got a text message, text, if you can get to the venue, go to the venue and meet the owner straight up. Be like, Hey, I sent you a text. You know, I sent you a, uh, yeah. an email a, a couple weeks ago. This is who I am. I just wanted to see you face to face. Yeah, you know, yeah, bother sure me. You're doing that. Yeah, you <laughs> know, I mean, it's not really a bother, but you're yeah, separating yourself from the pack. It's not, and and literally, like, I mean, I I do the booking here. It's like it's me, it's one guy, and it's like I I have like this mountain of emails. Like, I'm, I usually hate opening my email because I'm just like, oh my god, like 700 unread messages. So it's like, <laughs> yeah, if you're like the 650th email, like I'm, not, I probably won't get to you. And it's like, send it again, and like, you you know what I mean? It's and it's it's not a perfect system. Like I wish I had, I, I wish I had the money to hire. And I, I, I have people like, like um Michelle from Go Cat Go, and um mm -hmm. like Los from the State House will still send me people. Chris Ashcroft sends me people. So like I get like I get help from the community, um, but it's like yeah, it's I mean it's a one person job and it's it's not a perfect system and it's and it's just me like you know what I mean. But I mean yeah, it's like and 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 honestly too like I didn't even I don't really look at people's Spotify man, especially if, if you're if you're up and coming band. I like to look at people's band camps. Because yeah. there's no stats on that stuff, and honestly, like I'm, like I said, we're 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 continuing the, the the groundwork that Paul Mayer laid out for this place. Um, but I actually like, you know, I I really feel like there's plenty of places where, quote unquote, normal or like cover bands or right. you know, like like I am trying to book like fringe underground, weird, you know, kind of inaccessible like like right. music here because. Where else? I mean, it's like it's kind of like it's like there's like us. There's like never-ending books. I mean, like Scottish mm -hmm. Dave's is great. They book a lot of like cool stuff up there. Um, I know I'm leaving people out, so I'm not, I'm not trying to like I'm not trying to turn this into a name yeah. game or anything like that. But I mean, there's plenty of places for like you know your your Grateful Dead cover band to play at. Like you know what I'm saying? Right. And and um, I actually I had a friend Sean who recently passed. Um, he was uh, he they sorry they were um. They were doing booking at uh, 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 Trans Picos out in out in Brooklyn, which is a very cool venue that does that caters to like underground like music and culture. And and Sean out of out of um out of uh, COVID, Sean was doing the booking at at Trans Picos, and my friend Dave was working there with Sean. And mm -hmm. and Dave was saying Sean was booking all this crazy like crazy crazy stuff. And Dave goes to Sean like, "What are you doing?" Like. You know, we got like we're just coming out of COVID. We got to make money. Like you, you're booking all this crazy noise stuff and like all this like wild. Like you got to make money, dude. Come on, like. And Sean, Sean told Dave, "Trust me, the kids will come. Like, yeah. they, like there, there's enough. You know, they, 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 if you book this, like if you book the weird stuff, like the kids will come." Mm -hmm. And I was at their their memorial. Uh, last Thursday and I mean I, I know it was the memorial and, and they were really important for the scene and everything so I mean it was packed to the gills but I mean Trans Picos is a busy club and they're right. not booking commercially friendly stuff they're right. doing fringe stuff so it's it's good to know that there is still like 
you know, there, there's places for 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 underground stuff to to thrive. You know, no, no, there, there definitely is, and and that's one of the key things, and uh, that's what I love about like you guys picking up um, Sanctuary because you know I'm yeah. actually I used to do the door at uh, yeah at, at uh, the State House. I'm I'm actually the guy they tried to bring over with them. And so when Sanctuary was like, we need to bring our door guy. You're like, yeah, we have our own. It's okay. I wasn't yeah, yeah. Fine. I understand how business I'm not trying to take work out of like, yeah, you know, exactly. out, of, out of my people's like, like pockets yeah. too. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's, yeah. you know, it's, a, you know how it goes. Exactly. And I completely understand that. So I just wanted, yeah. just wanted you to know that I completely yeah. understand that. And I, and I am actually the face of that, the guy that they were talking about. Yeah. You know, I, I watched Sanctuary grow from something that was maybe 30 heads that were coming through the door to selling out, you know, at, you know, 200, 250 heads, you know, um, and it was just something amazing to do. And all they were were massively consistent. Yeah. You know, yeah, they, and they it, don't play, they don't play. They play weird stuff at Sanctuary. You know yeah. what I mean? For lack of a better term. It's like they're not playing top 40. But there is no top 40 dark wave. But you know what I'm saying? <laughs> they're, 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 playing what, they're playing what they want to play. And right. I love that about it, you know? Yeah, no, definitely. And and it's and also it's one of those things that everyone is 100% accepted at. Mm-hmm. And that was something that, that was so beautiful to watch and to yeah. grow. So I'm so happy to see that it's it's in a place now where that is still accepted and there's still a lot of growth that can happen oh, from yeah. there, you know. And I can't I can't wait to see like what the next evolution of of Sanctuary is going to be. I heard you also have got the Party Out of Bounds uh, going from there now yeah. too, right? Yeah, it's Party awesome. Out of Bounds. There, I mean, there, there's Heat Sync. Um, mm-hmm. um, there's a Connecticut Magazine. They uh they they're doing their they're doing their their monthly. Well, it's it's like bi monthly now. Um, right. but again, it's all, and, and, and the beautiful thing about like, like heat sink and, 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 and all these other, like, um, you know, uh, like DJ nights is that it's, um, it's still underground, like frit, like heat sink is, is, is all wax. It's, it's, it's like, it's, it's underground techno house rave. And right. it's funny because that party is very, very successful. Um, just like sanctuary, because I mean, you know, they, 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 they have a vision, and they stick with it, and they're they're mm-hmm. unapologetic and unwavering. And it's funny because I'll get emails and people are like, "Oh yeah, you know, we do this like we do techno night, and it's like it's great because we do like top forty, and people have fun and they have a really good time." And I'm like, "This is not the place for that." Yeah. Not say, I mean, I want people to have fun and have a good time, <laughs> but like, I I don't want I want you to turn people on to new stuff that right. they've never. That was always my thing going out. I'm like, b- before the, the days of Shazam, I'm like. You go up to it like who who is this? Like what's playing right now? Like or even like what genre of music would you call this? Oh, this is like power electronic or uh, you know, you know, like <laughs> brutal noise. Right? You're like this is dope. I've never heard this before. Like you know what I mean? Like that. Right. I want that to be this place. I want it to be like dangerous and dark. Well, not dangerous, but you know what I mean? Like yeah, like, cutting edge, man. You know, like that's like pushing the boundaries and stuff. I don't want to just be doing what like. You know, I don't want to be a sports bar that has, you know, John Bon Jovi cover band. Like, I would I would die, dude. I, I love coming to work here. Like, I do it like, every day. I'm like, I'm like, you know, I, I love coming to work because I get to see all this cool, like, weird That's stuff. Awesome. Yeah. Right. Like, you know. 
So no, it, it's it's one of the the most important things that are out there. One, you know, find out what you love to do in the world, and then do it every day, and, and you never have to work a day in your life. Um, yeah, well, that, that being, <laughs> right, right. That being <laughs> said, I also I also want want to say, and I want to touch upon. Yes, you had to let go of all the the bartenders. But that's because mm-hmm. you guys went behind the bar. Yeah, and worked. You didn't bring yeah. in another staff. You know, you, the owners were behind the bar because every they night. needed to make rent. They needed to make rent, not for not just for the establishment, for, yeah. for their for own households. You know, so in no way are we pouring salt on anyone else's hustle. But I wanted to highlight that because it's not like, you know, and, you know, you guys get into more of the DJ nights and different things like that. You know, for all the people that are biting their nails right now, they're not toads. There's not going to yeah. be a foam party. That's not yeah, what it's yeah, about. Yeah. It's about that next underground aspect of it. It's right. about growth. That's right. one of the most important things. See yeah. what the art what the articles couldn't do for you. That's what this show's for. We've got your back. <laughs> Thank, <Patty>. you. <laughs> Thank you. Nine months later, you know, <laughs> gotta repair, gotta save. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, that is the thing, man. It's like it's you. You come here, and it's like it's it's me or Jesse, the other owner. Behind the bar every night. It's not like we fired everybody and like put in a bunch of Hooters waitresses. Like, you know what I mean? It's right. it's it's it, you're, it's always us. And and you know, and, and in a way, there's advantages to that too because, like, people come in or or, or like you know, if, if if you're a band playing and you're like, you know, you're worried about like who's gonna pay me at the end of the night or like what what do I do if it's like the guy behind the bar, like right. you know what I mean? Like he's paying you. He's and he's here till last call. He's gonna be here right. later than you are. So, you know, it's, it's it helps. You know. Yeah, that's only cause, that's only because I haven't played there yet. Usually, I start helping cleaning up yeah. the uh, chairs and everything. Just from from the years of working in bars, it just kind of sticks with me. I'm like, oh, gotta help, gotta clean. You got a oh, rag, yeah. you got a rag. I'll, I'll I'll clean this table. It's fine. I'll bust. I'll you. clean up my own vomit. Thank you very much. Yeah, thank you very much. Well, I'm very territorial you know about my vomit. You know what? You know what's cool though, is is that like I I've never experienced this in any place I ever worked, but like you know the community aspect here at Cafe Nine is so crazy strong that like. Like, because we don't, we don't have, I don't know really. I mean, we have pre-sales that mm-hmm. where I can sort of tell like how a night's going to go. And I'll be like, okay, 50 pre-sales, like me and Jesse both got to be here bartending. Um, but there's nights where I'm like, oh, it's Tuesday night. And, uh, you know, it's like, it's like, I, you know, it's like some punk band from Ireland that's never even been to the States before. Like, I don't really think it's going to, and then all of a sudden I'm like, oh my God, there's like 80 people here and I'm getting crushed. And like, I, I'll have friends and like regulars that are like that like will gather all the the, the dirty yep. glasses for me and put a bar back and for me i have like friends that work in other bars come behind the bar and like right. will help me out like you know like you know washing glasses and stuff like that and i'm like any other bar i ever worked at they would just be like oh man you're getting you're getting you're getting you're rocked huh like you're really busy <laughs> but like cafe and I, like, people like help out man and like people will you know and as, as far as like you know it being like a safe space for people it's like mm-hmm. it's it's you know people people will tell me hey you know there's some people out there like you know making these girls uncomfortable or making these people uncomfortable and it's like you know yeah. it's it's I, I i i i love when people tell me that because i mean we're we're lucky in a sense that like i've never really had to lay out any ground rules and mm-hmm. or anything like that but it's like the, the people that come here are great like you know we never mm-hmm. we, we never have to really throw anybody out it's like if we do, it's like so few and far between. Usually I can have a conversation with people. Like you can come to Cafe Nine. We have so many um, you know, like 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 women that come here alone 
like after mm-hmm. their after their shifts in the service industry. Like we're a big service industry bar, and like I have so many like female friends, non-binary friends that come here like alone or or with friends. They sit there and they have a drink and they get left alone. Yeah, you know cool. what I mean? Like nobody cool. bothers them, or, yeah. or you know, I mean, like if they want to start a conversation. It's it's always cool and civil and and, and productive. Yeah, but course. like I don't ever have to like pick people out for being terrible mm, people right. here. It's it's yeah. it's I'm you know I, mean, I don't want to jinx myself, but you no, know, it's, it's a safe I, space. Yeah, it is. They all need it, that. It, Everyone it needs that. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Well, and, and a lot of that, you know, comes from the fact that you are, cre- you know, you are cultivating an original underground type of feel and a type of scene. Right. You know, a lot of the, the knuckleheads will stay away because, you know, you're not playing Taylor Swift. So there's no right. reason for them to come into your bar, you know, and, and whatever. For all those who love Taylor Swift, go enjoy it. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm never going to spend that much on a concert to say... I love Billy Joel and Elton John, and I wouldn't mm-hmm. pay that much money to see both of them if I was standing on stage. Right. Okay, let's let's right. be real. I'll take that $10, $15, and I'll go see, like, a local band. Or yeah. on a good Wednesday night, I'll take that, that $10, $15 and go see three three different shows at three different locations walking down, yeah. up and down Crown Street. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's be real. It's an, an incredible aspect to go about. Now, what are kind of the pitfalls? You're you're following Paul's amazing layout, and you're following that that incredible structure. Where have you seen where you need to buff it out a little bit? Like you're like, okay, that that one just needs a like a little bit of extra. I don't know, like maybe get a some, someone in for a tattoo flash sale or something like that. Yeah. Well, honestly, the, the only thing I'm really and it, this is this has no, this has nothing to do with with Paul. It really has because like I'm the one who's doing the booking. But right. in, in, in this new year, I've really, really kind of made it um, made it a point to, like, just try to diversify, like, mm-hmm. the, the just the, like, like the people that are playing on stages. And, and because actually one of my one of my friends called me out, like, he's like, oh, you like, you like, you book a lot of like white bands here. And I'm like, I, I was like, I do like, and it's not like, you know, it's, it's mm-hmm. not so. And, and so I've been trying to, like, just kind of you know, just, just, just reach out or just, or just like in, in encourage that. Cause I, I do, I, I want, you know, um, it's, it's, I, I want, like, I, I would love like, like all, all just every just body just being represented here. Cause right. that's the one thing I feel like I haven't. And it, it, you know, it's, it's not like, uh, it's not an intentional thing. I get emails from bands. I don't know what they look like. I don't, you know what I mean? Right. It's not right. And, and, you know, and, and I, I book them based on like how they sound a lot, a lot of times, like the band campaign is just like a picture of their thing. And, mm-hmm. you know, my friend Juan called me out on that. He's like, yeah, you don't really have a whole lot of like black and brown bands here. And I'm like, dude, you're right. Like, you know, coming from New York, it's like, it's, right. it's, that's, you just take that for granted that like, you know, you're going to, you, that you don't have to like really like diversify the stuff. So, I mean, I'm kind of using this as like a call of arms, like, like, yeah, like all the, all the dope, like black and brown bands like hit me up like you know what i'm saying like i i, I will book you because i that is one thing in in 2024 that like i realized like it has to be you know it, it it's you know it's got to do it you know it's right. everybody's everybody's gotta it, I, you know especially if, if if well i'm not an all-ages club but you know I, I want people to like 
see the bands up on stage and be like, you know, I can do, yeah, I can do that too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you want everybody to have that opportunity, that representation yeah. of themselves. Representation yeah. is so super yeah. important. And and yeah. that being said, you can you call them out, but I will call out directly. The Adventures of Thaddeus Black need mm. to hit up Cafe Nine. Yeah, hit me up. Um, so just just so you know, I'm calling them out directly, and I will tag them in this later on as well to make sure stuff like that happens. Yeah. You know, make sure, you know, in Indigo needs to needs to play back at Cafe Nine because Indigo always, you know, slays it when when they're when they're performing. Um, you know, there's a whole bunch of you know acts that are out there, even reaching out uh, possibly set, you know, for one of the singer-songwriter nights, hopefully Sarah Gali is still uh playing playing uh music and you know you can add in that type of aspect of it. You know, and yeah. I'm calling these musicians out directly, and I'm telling them they need to hit you up. Yeah, you know, for and that, that that's one one of those keys. So instead of just just broadly saying it, I'm gonna call out the the, the ones that, that are that are there, and that's cool. the, the other. Yeah, cool. Come well, on, man. I mean, that's the thing too. Like, I, I had like an all white Afrobeat band from Vermont hit me up, and I'm like, dog. Like, <laughs> oh, like, it's like, you can't, like, like that I, been a I bad have look. like on the calendar <laughs> 2024. It's like I got like. All like all this cool world music. Like I, mm. I mean, like I came from a, I came from like a roots reggae background. I, mean, I played in, a, I played in a band with Scoochie Dan, and like mm. I played drums for Cuddy Ranks, and like you know, I came up in like the dancehall reggae scene, like in Brooklyn. You know what I'm saying? And and it's like it's so I have a bunch of reggae bands. I got a bunch of like I got some West African guys coming through, like like playing West African music. I got right. some cumbia bands. I got some like South American bands. So like, but like, yeah, it's like, like I said, I got this like all white, like Afrobeat band from Vermont hitting me up. And I'm just like, I mean, no, and, and out. yeah, it's like, I mean, they, they're, they're dope. But it's like, again, the, the whole the whole thing that 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 Paul Mayer started at Cafe Nine was like authenticity and like, you know, mm -hmm. the real deal stuff. Like, you know what I mean? So it's just kind of like, yo, guys, like I, you know, if you're going to play not saying white people can't play Afrobeat, but just like. Like I'm already booking West African guys, like you know what I'm saying, right. who play yeah. that kind of music like authentically. I, right. for me as an audience member, I would rather see that. Like you know what you know what I mean. Like it's yeah. if I'm gonna go, if I'm gonna go pay money for a ticket to go see a certain style of music, like I want it, to, I'd want it to be the real thing. You know, right. that's all. Ain't nothing like the real thing on WNHHLP 103.5 FM New Haven. Myself, Preston, and my partner in crime, Long Island Rays, Elm City made. Easy Blues is in the building. We got Patty with us on the show. Go ahead, Easy. No, it's 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 super important, and and one of the things that we talk about on the show all the time is I quote Bob Dylan: "If you're going to be an outlaw, you better be honest." And that's one of the the key <laughs> points, you know, about the whole thing. You know, no matter what style of music is in you, and wants make sure it's honest. Like you're never yeah. going to see me talking about you know uh, Bugattis. Or you know chains <laughs> yeah. around my neck because it's not yeah. not the life I live. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Um, and that's just just the way that it goes. Make sure that you are authentic and make oh. sure that you're out there. Now, what other advice can you give for those those younger bands that you know are are terrified to reach out? Because look, Cafe Nine. I, I remember when I first moved out here, that was on my checklist. One of the yeah. things that I needed to do that when I knew that I cracked into the New Haven scene was to play Cafe Nine. So it can, with its history, it can kind of be scary for like some of the, the younger bands that don't feel like they have that following or they have anything like that. You're saying they need to be consistent and they need to be good. Yeah, you I know? mean, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a big picture kind of person. You know, I, I don't like, like, I, I'm not going to write somebody off 
And I mean, we have we have touring bands that mm-hmm. come through, and they're from out of town. And like, you, if you're playing at Cafe Nine, ninety percent of the time, you're probably not super duper famous. <laughs> you know, like you know right. what I mean. It, it, right. Not saying like not saying you're not you're not doing your thing and you're not touring, but like a lot of times, like I, I have to tell people, hey, I got this really great like Nashville like band coming through, and people are mm-hmm. like, yeah, I've never heard of them. Great, like that's kind of the whole that's like the whole framework of this place. You know what I mean? Right. Is is like you know we we <laughs> we get the bands that like are playing at College Street Music Hall <laughs> like two years from now. You know, um, so it's it's. It's. I mean, I don't. I don't care if like if if, if I book you, and you know, and and I. And the only thing I, I really want to see is just like a little bit of effort, like with the co promotion, because right. like I I I promote the hell out of basically every show because you know we pay our we pay our bills with the bar sales. So if I have an empty mm-hmm. bar, like we all lose, you know. Right. So I always make I always make it a point to um to to, to promote a lot of these shows, and um. But the, uh, you know, I, I, if, if like if I book you and it's like, especially if it's like a Tuesday, Wednesday, even like Thursday night and it's not like a packed house, like I don't care. I'm not going to like hold it against people like, oh, your band sucks. Yeah. Like I'm never booking you again because <laughs> um, I have touring bands that come through that like are sent to me by like, you know, talent, you know, companies and agents and stuff like that. And they don't always do so most like most of the time they don't sell the place out you know what i mean right. and right. i'm i don't ever look at it i always have them back because I, i'm like you know you're routing a tour you're up and coming and i think their music's great so i'm like yeah of right. course you can come back that's that's all that really matters to me you know what i mean and and just no. like, like like i said just like, just like a little bit of effort that's all like you know like yeah. just, you know social media is free like you don't you know <laughs> it's you don't you don't have to take out a billboard ad like you know by right. like the cute bridge hey i'm playing cafe nine or anything like that it's just like you know like Post right. a little bit on Facebook, post a little bit on, on Instagram, whatever it is, like, you know, tell your friends and stuff like that. And, you know, that, that's about it, you know? Right. So now, now, um, you know, you guys are taking the, this, the week off after the new year and you're, you're going to be re- mm-hmm. opening, open the doors tomorrow. Um, yep. Why don't we, we take the, this last couple of, uh, mo- you know, we got some time left, but let's talk about what you got coming up on this bill this week to get all these people out there and to remind them that Cafe Nine is open and still rocking and rolling. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, so Tuesday night, what are, what are you looking at for Tuesday night? Uh, Tuesday night, we got the, the New Haven Jazz Underground. Um, that's something that, that again, uh, it's been before my time. Um, uh, Nick DiMaria. Mm-hmm. Um, is a is a, a a jazz trumpet player, and he started this really great. I mean, it's like it's it's a really great like grassroots thing. Um, basically, the format is it's um it's the second and fourth Tuesday, um, and it starts out with like a house band. He'll usually get like some either like it they they can come from like all over, but he gets a lot of guys, uh, a lot of people from uh, New York to come mm-hmm. up, and it's it's basically like so there's a house band. Um, they play a set, and then it's like an open format jazz jam um and uh so uh tomorrow he's got wesley lewis wesley's i think is a is um i think he's involved in like the yale uh jazz scene and um wesley's great he's gonna have a house band and then they open it up i mean it's it's it's, i I see a lot of like the same faces right for for a lot of these for me i think that's great because it's like it shows that like it's it a it's important to the community and um, you know, be like it. It works. Like you want right. to see. Like I, I don't. I don't mean that in a, in a in a bad way. I mean that in the best way possible. It's like, you know, he, it's like, and 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 the patrons too. You know, mm-hmm. um. 
So that's like a really cool thing. I mean, we we also we have a we have a Saturday afternoon. We have a we have a jazz jam. That's it's usually skewed a little more towards like like an like an older crowd, right? Of course. Um, and and we have like usually we have the same four guys that will that will host that, but it's the same format. There's a band mm-hmm. that plays like a set, and then they then they open it up to like this open open jam format, which I think is great, man, because it's like you know it's 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 like this community event. People come through and then and they play music together. It's like what's you know what's there, there, there's no downside to that you know <laughs> no none at all then, none at all and then and then wednesday we have this really interesting really really interesting show it's 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 you guys shame penguin and then it's it's first jason so it's ari lehman it's the it's the guy who was the original jason Voorhees in the friday the 13th um uh movie series and he's That's got this cool. like horror punk like he plays, he plays guitar, which is super sick because like that's a super underrated instrument. Totally. And um, and 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 he's gonna do like a meet and greet and everything like that. But his band is like is amazing. Like yeah, I I like I mean like yeah, they led with like they led with like hey, it's like the original Jason Voorhees and and you know I mean there there, there is like a there's like a big like horror like scene up up here in, in Connecticut either way. But I mean, again, like if his band sucked, I wouldn't have booked them. And his band does not right. suck; they're like incredible. You know what I mean? Right. And um, so like that's that's gonna be like a that's gonna be like a really really interesting bill, you know? All oh, it is. It's, it's like I call it the Scooby Doo bill because you have yeah. us, and then you have Jay. So it's like Jason meets Shane Penguin. <laughs> well, I mean, honestly, I I like booking. I mean, honestly, I'm not I'm not gonna book like. Uh, you know, like a, a free jazz band with like a hardcore band. You know what I mean? Right. I, I, I like bills to be like semi-cohesive, but like my favorite shows are, I don't want to book like three or four of the same exact bands. Right. You, like exactly. to me, that's like, by the time the second band gets done, you're already worn out. You're like, all right, I've heard like in an hour and a half of the same kind of stuff. You know what I mean? So I always like bills that like on paper, they don't really make a whole lot of sense. You know what I mean? Even like with the house music that we play here, like it's, it's, it's like I yeah I, I got like a lot of seventies punk and I got a lot of like you know outlaw country and stuff like that but like like it's it's I think it's hysterical when it's like a hardcore band's done playing and then you hear like you know Lonnie Mack or like Loretta Lynn or something <laughs> you know what I mean because it's like Loretta Lynn is punk dude I don't care what anybody yeah. says Loretta like, Lynn is you know, punk and anyone who doesn't Loretta agree with that yeah no, you know, a lot of those old country a lot of those old country people they're crazier than anybody like George Jones is like. Right, he's party harder than anybody. You know what I mean. No. So you're not gonna tell me George Jones is not punk. <laughs> no, definitely George Jones is definitely punk. Getting drunk, driving down the highway on his lawnmower. Lawnmower. You know? <laughs> <laughs> the lawnmower. So and now, now Thursday you've got the Danglers, right? Yeah. Oh my God. So I the Danglers are 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 incredible because. I had I had I had this guy Wayne coming into the bar, and <laughs> and 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 my friend Hugh that does the posters for, for right. he's our like graphics guy. He calls mm. Wayne the drip god because Wayne is just like <laughs> like the quintessential like cowboy. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like just, so just like Wayne is Wayne is an experience. Unfortunately, though, they are starting to pull the uh, Apollo curtain on us. We only got about two minutes. We want to give this time sure. to you. So how people can get in contact with you, how they can support Cafe Nine. Um, yeah. You know, uh, when, are the, when are those new designs going to be on a T-shirt? I, you know, just the things that I need to know. Yeah. Okay. So, um, the yeah, we're, 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 it should be like the end of this month. Uh, I, 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 I go to this guy, Russ, in West Haven at, at, at Battlezone. Mm-hmm. 
Um, because again, he's a local guy. I like I like you know spreading the love around. Um, so so Russ from Battlezone is gonna be printing up uh um the the new shirts probably by the end of the month. I just gotta figure out how to make them on 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 black shirts because the logo background is yellow, and I don't think anybody wants mustard yellow shirts. I mean, whatever, maybe maybe people do. Um, but um, the best way to get in contact with me, as far as like as far as anything, like especially booking, is email, email, mm-hmm. email, email. Um, it's cafe nine booking at gmail.com. If you forget that, go to the cafe nine website, and there's a form that will automatically send it to my email. Um, I'm a visual person. I have to like read it. Then I have to, I want to, I want to hear your stuff. It's like, I got people like calling the, the, like the house phone here. And I'm like, yeah, I appreciate like the old school ethic, but I'm like, I, you know, it's, it's, that stuff gets lost in the sauce. I got to sit down and like, and like see it in my email and stuff like that. So yeah, cafe nine booking at gmail.com and, and, and www.cafe9.com will we'll also get you there. And, you know, as far as supporting cafe nine, I mean, just, just come out and support the bands, you know, that's, I mean, that's what I want. I, I mean, like, you know, it's, it's, uh, we're just a vehicle for, mm-hmm. for, for the bands, you know, the local touring and whatever. But it's like, I, I want people to come and support the bands, come and buy the merch because that's, you know, that's our bread and butter is, is, is giving these bands a home to play. And mm-hmm. if you're supporting the bands, you're supporting the place. It, exactly. Plain and simple, you know? No, it, it, it's been an honor and a privilege to have you on. And now oh, to you. set the record 100% uh, straight, nothing is actually changing with Cafe 9. It's just <laughs> two new guys rocking the same formula. Go out there and support this dang venue. I will see you all. <laughs> Every single one of you better be there on Wednesday. I will That's see right. all of you. That's right. And all everybody right. really should, you know, they should tip their hat to Paul Mayer because really it's like, you know, he's he's the one. Like, I'm just – Continuing what he started, man. So everyone, you know, should give a hand for Paul Mayer because he's, you know, he he started it all, you know. Definitely, definitely, and you yeah. are continuing it, and we appreciate you. Hey, thank you. Thanks for having me on the show. This was a blast. Absolutely, thank you, Patty. We love to have you thank on you. again. So much knowledge on WNHHLP one hundred three point five FM New Haven. Myself, Preston, and EZ Blues. Witchcraft, witchcraft